Hello, my dears. This is Annette of AnnetteLeonard.com back on a Friday with another edition of Chronic Wellness. Thank you so much for joining me. I am talking today about nosebleeds. Now, this is an unfortunate consequence that for me and many other people who have supplemental oxygen as a part of their lives, which came into my life, as you all know, because of lung disease, um, happens. And uh, in my younger years, my family and I spent one year living in El Paso, Texas. And this was a time when probably three times a week minimum, I also got nosebleeds. So that was kind of a harbinger for me of things to come. The awareness of that time uh, was born in me that dry environments provoke nosebleeds for these delicate nose tissues and nothing could be drier than pumping oxygen up my nose 24-7 and I tried every sort of nose hydration that anybody could point me to and nothing ever staunched, <laughs> stemmed, eliminated the nosebleed factor and I am not a dainty or delicate nosebleeder like when my nose would bleed occasionally it was like a cute little nosebleed but many times it was like a situation <laughs> it might be half an hour later and I would still be bleeding and it would be a gusher I mean like this could it could be just flowing blood and I could get it stopped and then out could come, out could slide a slug of blood that would be my clot and then here it would keep going. And so I have for you a pro tip about managing nosebleeds if you are someone that for any reason has nosebleeds and it is grab some toilet paper. Now, if you are a rough and ready Scott single ply toilet paper user like we are, you will need three squares. But if you are a, you know, fancy quilted soft on your bum toilet paper user, you probably only need like one square. And you take that square of toilet paper and you roll it up and you get it wet and then you fold it in thirds. So you have just like a little football, a little slug of toilet paper and you jam it up underneath the front of your lip. And like you can sort of negotiate which side it's on based on which nostril is bleeding. But here's the principle, folks. It's the same thing that we all learned in basic first aid, pressure on a wound. And so since we can't necessarily like get inside and back behind our noses, that to be able to like bump up that lip and just to have it <laughs> up there riding strange puts some pressure on or can put some pressure on the place where our nose is bleeding and stem or staunch some of the bleeding because i will tell you that dominant wisdom about like lean your head back when your nose is bleeding i ain't never gonna do that because the only thing worse than having a nosebleed 
is tilting my head back and having a nosebleed down the back of my throat because I do not ever, never, never, never want to just be swallowing my blood. Like that is worse than a nosebleed. Like I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, yuck. No, I am not gonna want to just swallow all that blood and then what? I'm gonna need to vomit after I have a nosebleed. Like <laughs> nosebleed is gonna then lead to nausea. No, thank you. No, thank you. So I, the dominant wisdom of like do this and tilt your head back. Mm-mm does not work for me so there's your friday pro tip about managing a nosebleed there's more to come so if you are squeamish about nosebleeds don't tune in monday but for the rest of you please do i got more and thank you for being here don't have a nosebleed but do be well